Bitcoin is now less volatile than the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ as BTC seems to come to life just before the United States midterm elections. Sam Bankman-Fried of FTX is under fire from the public and from CZ as there may be trouble in paradise for the popular crypto exchange. And do U.S. voters care about candidates' positions on crypto? We'll tell you what a recent poll says on this FTX WTF with SBF and CZ as we L. LOL through our bad news episode number 646 of the BCP. Sir Lord Travis, right? You're in Scotland, aren't you? Aye, be true. I'd be in Scotland and yous be listening to the best. Why do I sound like I'm a pirate? I don't I don't know, matey. <laughs> Scottish pirates there. They put their kilts on and s- swab the decks or something. That's true. That's true. I did actually think about buying a kilt. It's right across the street. You would not guess how much a kilt, an official kilt, actually is. When I heard the price, it almost killed me. Well, I would guess because I don't have to guess because you told me already offline. So I, no, I actually asked you to guess and you didn't guess. You just no. said, well, tell me how much it is. I was like, no, no. I guess so 500, 500 pounds. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. That doesn't no. even include the fancy fanny pack thing. They have the little front bag deal and then they got a belt thing. So you'd be looking to spend about probably about 850 pounds total to get your get your full on kilt. You got to get your kilt. You, you got to. I Dude, mean, I can it, find it. Like, I can get a kilt on Amazon for like 80 bucks. But it's not official. But I don't give a shit about official. I'm not going to get an official lord. I'm like a $60 one. I'm a $60. And, and, <laughs> my, my kilt can't cost more than my land. What the uh, hell are you, you on about, gonna, mate? You were going to go check out your land. And uh, what did you find? I found it's all like up on a big ass hill. So it's like a it's like a big like edge cliff thing. So uh-huh. it's like I, I think it would be a bit of a challenge to get up there. Or I look at it like, wow, I own part of a mountain. Yeah, there you the go. Highlands, the Highlands in Scotland, which I did go to Loch Ness. I saw a rainbow at Loch Ness, uh-huh. and uh, I do think I do think that the Loch Ness monster is an ongoing dad joke. If you actually look at the Loch Ness monster, you can see the arm, and the dude was laying on his side with his arm up, and it's a total dad joke. It literally somebody was cracking jokes along the way, and it created this huge tourism thing for the Loch Ness. However, they did say they someone first spotted a big monster in Loch Ness in like 500 something AD. So it's it's been an ongoing dad joke, I think. All right, well, let's uh, move on from jokes and on to the crypto market as we refresh for the 7th of November at 2.37 p.m. Our location right now, the crypto market cap is 1 trillion 77 billion. Bitcoin is at 20,700. Ethereum, just shy of 1,600 at 1,592. BNB, $337. And Dogecoin holding on to a lot of the gains that it had for from the previous run, uh, 11 and a half cents. Mm-hmm. Any, uh, any other big winners or losers big you want to point ones. out? Uh, Polygon, big winner up almost 40%. Uh, 
Also, another big one was is OKB, which is the 17th coin overall, which is what I also say when my girl's nagging me. I'm like, OKB, and, uh, <laughs> and it doesn't go over well. But I'm like, no, you're up 41% this, this week, B. And um, Litecoin's up 23%. Algorand up 20%. Ecomi is up 15%. That's mm. back in the top 100 now. So that's interesting to see. Volume's really low, though. Interesting, interesting. So that's it. That's the news for today, for right now, for this week, forever. According to this report on Cointelegraph, uh, Bitcoin is now less volatile than the S&P 500 and NASDAQ, which kind of goes to the the case for uh, Bitcoin being a good store of wealth. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, less volatile. So it looks like crypto is finally coming of age. And I also saw, I don't know where I've seen it, and I don't remember the exact statistics, but it said like the banking industry is like at least five times more extensive, more power usage than Bitcoin or something. The number, that number might even be low. I think it might be a much higher than that. So it's like overall, you know, Bitcoin compared to the, to the current banking system, not nearly as bad as, as one might think. Uh, Michael Vendepop of the trading firm 8 said, I'm assuming we'll continue towards 22.5 from here, but have a slight correction before continuing um, because they're taking liquidity out on the way up. And uh, that makes sense to me. Now, is this the end of the bear market? I don't think so. I think it's still too early. But then again, I said it was too early for the bull run to end. And just when you think things are predictable, uh, they become unpredictable. And I'll tell you what, this election that's happening here in the United States uh, on the 8th, which many of you will be listening to this on Election Day and some afterwards, I think is going to have some big impacts across economies. On some volatility. Yeah, there's a quote here that says, the last time that the volatility of Bitcoin was this low, Bitcoin rose from 9,000 to 60,000 in less than a year. So what does that mean now? Well, I think, you know, there's a lot of things that's going on here. So I'm in the UK. I'm actually in Scotland right now. And I've seen there are some locations that said, hey, we've had to shut down. We can't pay our electricity bill. Sorry, our electricity has been cut. We, we, we can't stay open. I've seen that in three locations so far, including one restaurant we were going to go to. I don't think that's going to go away. The electricity is, is going to continue to be more and more costly for folks around the world. It could potentially be a very dark winter. The Bank of England was almost insolvent recently. Like they were really close to teetering on bankruptcy. There was very a, a global margin call recently for the global economy. So when the economy's teetering like this, and then you have such contentiousness when you talk about the right versus left worldwide, right? There's a lot of contentiousness there. And people, people cling to their politics like they do their sports teams. Like, oh my God, how dare you say anything bad about my... And I'm like, let's just be a little more smart and let's be wise and let's be more independent and be in the middle. Because a lot of us are more in the middle than we are extreme either side. And so with this new election coming, like who knows what's going to happen? We, we did see the, 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 the resident, uh, Biden, he came out and said, uh, he didn't mention any of the major issues that people care about, like zero times in his speech. But he talked about how horrible the Republicans are. They're bad. They're going to steal everything. They're horrible. Don't expect the election to be called on election night. Expect it to last a week or a, even a month later, they're saying. 
Yeah, you only say that if you're getting ready to cheat. Because for decades, we've been able to call the winners in you know one night mm. with very few exceptions. And only in the last presidential election did they decide to stop counting in five states in major precincts where they were able to truck in loads of ballots to miraculously only change the results yeah. in those areas so that mm. Biden could walk in. You know what would be nice, Joel, would be some time for somebody just to, you know, a sheriff or something to stumble upon like a whole truckload of these ballots that are just like, well, where are these from? And why are because they're always a little different. And if mm -hmm. somebody could actually catch somebody live in the act and if it is happening, I'd like. To see it is, is that even the a whole election system with the back end with connecting to this Chinese company called Connect, K-O-N-N-E-C-H. That CEO got arrested because they were pilfering our data of election workers and sending it to China. And they tried to go after the people who were the ones who released the information. Like there's some and then also I'm just real quick. Carrie Lake, who is running for governor in Arizona, her headquarters gets gets bum rushed by the FBI because there's an emergency. Boy, that's a great way to plant some yeah. stuff. You make everybody. It's just really weird. So close to elections. There's just. So much sort of Stasi-like brown shirt shit going on, and I don't like it. I don't like it either. Uh, this is interesting, though, as we were talking about Bitcoin. If you pull up the, the chart here from really, let's just go with, uh, how do I get to one year? I think I got to expand this. I can't get to one year. But if we go to um, Max, if you look back about a year ago, is when Bitcoin hit the all-time high. If you can believe it, that you know it's been a year already. Uh, looks like around November tenth or so was the date that we hit sixty-nine thousand, and uh, it's been somewhat painful year. But uh, you know, if you look at past times where we hit a high a year later, and then you get this little bump, and then it goes down, and then you hit another high. Mm -hmm. So I think next year, this time next year, is going to find the crypto markets quite happy, not financial advice. It's just not. Not financial advice. And we don't know because that all depends on the, the things sort of having a bit of stasis in the space, right? Having a bit of ah, normalcy. If, if, the, if things collapse, then things aren't going to be normal, and it's a whole right. new game. We don't necessarily know what's going to happen. So it's really hard to give financial advice when we don't give financial advice. And it's really, this also, you know, is a dangerous precedent right here. This story just broke on Decrypt Library, LBRY, which is the token that backs Odyssey.tv, which you can find our videos on, Decentralized Crypto. Uh, that library lost their SEC case, mm. and they are the SEC is saying that um, every crypto might end up being a security in the U.S., including Ethereum. Mm. Like, this is... Uh, they lost and um, they're like, we're going to lick our wounds for a little bit, but we're not giving up. And the best is yet to come. I don't know what this means. Like, I don't know where they appeal this to now. Well, I mean, it is, it says it's violated the unsecured unregistered securities violation in section five of the securities act in 1933. You know, we might get to the point with all these cryptos and all these things going on that it's time to change that securities act in 1933. Because back in those days, they didn't have Web3. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have crypto and digital assets 
and now they're trying to they're, they're, they're trying to put new technology into old rule boxes and it mm -hmm. doesn't always work joel it usually doesn't work mm -hmm. because the world is changing. Uh, meanwhile, other big news, and if you're on the Twitters, you're seeing all kinds of talk about this. Um, Sam Bankman-Fried's crypto empire is splitting into two. It's two entities, right? So he owns uh, FTX, which mm -hmm. is the crypto exchange, and a trading firm called Alameda Research. And, uh, you know, Sam Bankman-Fried is appears to be in the pockets of a single political party and donates a lot of money to that single political 92% party. 92% to that particular party. Yeah, which might be the Democrat party mm -hmm. and doesn't always seem to be on the side of the investor. It you know appears that Sam might be on the side of Sam. And so CZ uh, is calling him out on um on twitter and binance is selling their ftx tokens mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't want anything to uh to do with them anymore yeah you know we've had conversations in the past around this about sam bankman fried not really being on the up and up now some of the stuff's hearsay but you know there was an interesting launch that happened when dominic wilkins uh, williams D dominique wilkins of the atlanta hawks was dunking on these dudes no <laughs> dominic uh, Williams, which um, it runs the internet, you know, computer pro protocol uh, at Definity. He he helped create this. He was mm -hmm. one of the original guys who was on Ethereum, went over and said, let's create this totally decentralized thing that nobody can control. And what he had said uh, or through conversations was, oh, FTX, it looks like it pumped it way up to $400 and then it sold it. And then shortly thereafter, Solana took off. So it's almost like you know, if you're so wealthy in the game, you can predict winners and predict losers because you're pushing the ones you want to win and you're holding down the ones you want to lose. So if that kind of stuff is happening, which I don't know, that's that's hearsay. If that stuff is happening, then that's completely horrible. That's the exact same shit we're trying to get away from from the from these old school financial system. Now you're bringing that same old school financial system mentality of the oligarch into this space and you get an ego about yourself and you want to consume more and more, hose the companies you don't like, lift up the ones you do and screw the investors in the process. If that's the case, F you, SPF. I make sure to put enough SPF on your skin so you don't get sunburnt, dick. SBF? Yeah. With SPF some SBF. Yeah. Put some SPF on your SBF. Biatch. <laughs> so lots of FTX token is is trading right now. And um, CZ is like, you know, we don't think this is in the benefit of, of uh, crypto and the crypto community and decentralization. And um, he's saying this is not to be interpreted as a slight against a competitor exchange. Um, he's just being transparent with his actions is, is so he what he says. And um, I, I don't have I don't use FTX mm -hmm. and, and I won't use FTX. And there are some people I've seen on Twitter that are, have been saying consistently for the last couple of weeks, get your funds off FTX. Mm -hmm. What if they are insolvent? What if I don't know? What if they are? Yep. What if so if we're looking at all time high, Joel, of this thing, it looks like FTX, the FTT token hit about 80 bucks in september of last year and now it is at one of its lowest prices that we've seen in a long time at 22 dollars it's it's 
lower than its previous low since it took off, right? It took off and it looks like it took off in December of 2021 and it started to rise, made it all the way up to 80 bucks. Now it's down at 22 bucks. Let's keep, let's keep an eye on this. And it's interesting to me, Joel, it's really interesting why watching CZ, CZ, you know, some people go, oh, he's Chinese, he's in their pockets and he's working with the CCP and he's doing stuff like this that makes you go, hmm, he's, he, maybe he's not, he's probably not. He's, he's doing stuff that seems more on the up and up than people we would expect to be on the up and up. Well, and the thing that concerns me about that is what did they do to Jack Ma? Right, the CEO of Alibaba. Where is he? We've not heard anything about Jack Ma, have we? He just kind of disappeared. They, they just kind of exiled him somewhere and said, "You, you right? do the bidding so, of the CCP and sit down and shut up." So I'm like, you know, I'm a little nervous for uh, for CZ mm -hmm. if he if he stands out and bucks the well, system. Well, dude, look at it. He's standing out versus FTX. He purchased some of Twitter with with Elon Musk. Like he's mm -hmm. doing things that's on the side of freedom and speech and freedom. And folks like that who get too big for the britches normally get visits from the alphabet agencies. Britches get visited by bitches. And a, a lot of what's going to happen next kind of depends upon what happens in the elections. And a survey was taken of voters asking them if they would find it important to consider uh, candidates' crypto positions. And about 80% of respondents said crypto regulation should be clearer, uh, which includes 88% of Democrats and 77% of Republicans. I don't understand anybody saying we need more regulation like that ever leads to anything that's actually good for the people that it's designed to protect. It usually just protects the, the financial class themselves. Um, if we're going to have regulation, I think maybe we should have it against the financial institutions that pillage and plunder the retail class. That's all they do all day long is manipulate the markets mm -hmm. and take money from, uh, from you know, mom and pop America. Right. So, Well, think about this. It's like if you're going to do stuff, do stuff that, that, that really impacts everyone because it seems to me more and more so that there are multiple classes in America. It's like if you're the ruling class, then a lot of these things don't matter to you because you're going to go ahead and do insider stock trading and whatever. And, it, it, and if you're in the lower positions, well, then you're not an official. You can't be a certified investor because you don't have X amount of money. And so it's like they're, they're always there's always these little nuances to these rules that kind of try to keep people keep in your lane, stay in place uh, mm -hmm. and, and sit down and shut up. It really seems like there's a lot of that going on all over. It's interesting, though, that that 37 percent of the people they of likely voters um, said that crypto would have some influence in casting their vote. That's a significant number of people. Uh huh. That's a lot. That's a lot of people when you're considering how many people. And then you think about it too, Joel. It's like they only polled 2,000 people, right? So right. it's not like they polled all this. So how, how accurate is the poll? You know, we're seeing polls going on right now about politics that say, oh, my God, it's not going to be a red wave. It's going to be a red tsunami. And then you see people going, ha, 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 these people who think it's a red tsunami are going to see that blue wave. And it is what it is. It's, it's not who votes. It's who counts the votes and what machines count the votes. And that's what's always been the case. And now worldwide, pretty much all of them are using these electronic voting systems. And if you are in Brazil right now and you say you disagree with the election and how it was ran and you think it was stolen, well, now you're a criminal. 
<laughs> that just came out today. The head of the uh, the Supreme Court there in Brazil has said, "You're a criminal if you don't if you disagree with uh, what's going on here." So to me, it's like, wow, like we're getting so Man. close to some authoritarian dystopia powered by technology right now. It's just so crazy that if you don't see it, I don't know how to wake you up. Like I'm past that point. That people will wake up when they realize that they have been completely stripped of the ability mm -hmm. to to move, right? If you're on a social credit system, they don't like what you say. And then some people all of a sudden can't buy an airplane ticket because it's like China's social credit system or they can't buy and they're tracking every mm -hmm. single thing. Guess what? Guess who did that? Not us. We're not mm -hmm. creating that. There are certain candidates that you may be voting for that are, though, in the name of fairness it ain't fair babe let me tell you what's fair i don't know you're noticing things joel you need to sit down and shut up i don't know what you're doing there because you just need to be quiet and just go with the flow of the program can because I just, can i stand instead i'm not sitting i'm at my standing desk well that's okay you can do what you like now crypto is no longer in the top 10 most cited potential risks the u.s central bank has reported u.s china tensions the, the russian ukraine war higher energy prices rising inflation, the COVIDs, uh, uh, cyber attacks are more pressing issues into the financial space. I would say the financial system in itself is a potential risk because fiat currency, you know, the creature from Jekyll Island, if you pay attention to what happens with paper money that's backed by nothing, eventually it always crashes, always, 100% of the time, always crashes. And now we're at the end of the life cycle of this paper money which is now leading us to a whole lot of these other things. And I actually re read some stuff about some Twitter bots. They analyzed over 5 million tweets that happened from the week leading up to the Ukraine-Russian war and then two weeks after the, the Russian-Ukraine war. 90-some-odd percent of them were pro-Ukrainian bots that were spewing the same message to drive up fear, to get people angry. And hopefully now the new chief twit is able to determine when these botnets are coming on and they're not able to use these to drive propaganda, to drive fear. They're no longer able to do this. I want a fair and balanced playground. I don't care if a Democrat wins legitimately. Cool. You're, you sure. won legitimately. I'm totally down with that. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not going to ever grump about that. But whenever I start seeing and smelling and going down rabbit holes and seeing things that don't look right, I'm going to speak up about it because that's my nature. I've... I'm a critical thinker. Joel, you're a critical thinker. We see things through a lens that maybe other people don't. And you know what I noticed is more people who are in crypto, including you guys who are listening, you guys don't always buy that propaganda stuff, those narratives, because why? You're in it for the freedom of this whole thing. You like the decentralization of it. So a lot of you see the same things through the lens that we do. Question everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, but don't question this. You know, if you need your uh, your your Bad Crypto Nifty Club membership, go to badcrypto.uncut.fm. Those of you that were token holders, you just got airdropped. The U.S. dollar is toast NFT, and I think Trav, we should make one for uh, for this week as well. We'll make we're one gonna, for this week. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what it's going to be yet. We'll announce it in another episode this week. But there's going to be another free airdrop. I think there was only eighty of these that were created mm -hmm. so this is now a collectible we've still got a few of the classic mcafee clips but what you want to do when you're here is scroll down to this one right here the bad crypto nifty club it is point point zero zero two 
ETH, okay? And the only reason that we're charging anything at all is because we don't bot want bots coming in and taking them. So you got to, right now, that's $3.18. Connect your wallet, grab one of these. And they're beautiful. Look how beautiful they are. It's spinning. It looks yeah. all sexy like that. You'll be a badasser of bad cryptopia mm -hmm. and you'll get corn. Uh, by the way, the corn airdrops already happened as well. And so uh, get in there badcrypto.uncut.fm links are in the uh, the show notes where you can find that and uh, the show notes are at badco.in forward slash six four six i think and maybe I think we'll do one for the friday show joel okay it's monumental step for blockchains like a blockchain uh -huh. monumental step that could be a fun thing to play around with ai so get your bad crypto nifty club nft before then so that you get this is going to be a free airdrop for everybody that holds one on the uh, snapshot date to be announced Ooh. so thanks for joining us we appreciate you all being with us on this journey even though we rant maybe we know what we're talking about maybe we don't but we do know one thing and that is regardless of who wins the elections you need to stay back The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. That's all we know. I don't know anything else. I don't know Dick. <laughs> I concur. <laughs>